Here we go. Okay. This episode is going to be very vulnerable. Um, It may have some trigger warnings for you. So just be aware. Take the time if you need afterwards to take care of yourself. Stop the episode if you need to. Take a break. Um, I hope that you can get through to the end just like I'm going to do. Um, but I think it's important and I want to be 100% real. And I think we need to talk about this before we go any further. Hi, my name is Kaya and this is Notes by Kaya, the podcast. And today we're going to talk about my story. So get ready. Like I said, take breaks if you need to. And it's going to be fine. I promise there's a happy ending. Okay. Yes. I'm a therapist, child and family therapist specifically. I am a parent coach. I speak all over about children's mental health and mental health in general. A lot of people, their immediate thought is, she doesn't have kids. What is she going to tell me about parenting? Well, I'm going to share with you today my story, how I got here, and why children's mental health is so important to me. I may cry, but it's going to be okay. Um, not really sure where all this is going to go, how much I'm going to tell, but I think it's important. Let's get started. I've only shared my story a few times, and I have limited a lot of the information that I share. I try to filter it to protect the feelings of others um, because it's hurtful to talk about and just trying not to say too much. But today I turned 30, and I think. It's a great time to celebrate that I've made it this many years, that I am where I am, and that I've taken all of these struggles and put it into fuel to help you. So no, I don't have kids, but I have had mental health struggles of my own as a child, and I want to share with parents what that's like and how you can help your child to not have these same kind of issues. When I was 12, um, I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel important. I didn't feel heard. And at that point, I decided to take my own life. Um, I thought about it all day long. I actually made what I was going to use at school. I kept thinking about it, thinking about it. I waited for everyone to go to sleep, and it was time. I sat there in my bed, and I was like, okay, this is it. So um, I took what I had. I don't really want to share too much in detail because you may be listening with your children in the car, and I don't. 
I just want to be careful. Um, I don't think that talking about suicide um, puts ideas in children's minds when it's not there already. However, I just want to be very, very careful about what I put out. I sat there, did what I was going to do. Sat there for several minutes. Then I began to think. My family was getting ready to go to Disney World um, very shortly after this. I think within the next couple weeks we were supposed to go. And the crazy thing is that um, I didn't think, oh my goodness, my family would be so sad they would cancel their trip. I didn't think they would miss me so much and not want to go. What I thought was how upset they'd be that now maybe they have to cancel their trip to put money towards my funeral. How upset they would be that I would do this and be selfish before a family trip like this, leaving them to have to worry about it while they're gone. Never did I think they'd miss me. Never did I think they'd be sad. Just upset. So I said, you know what? I'm going to wait. I didn't know if I would do it when we got back. The thoughts were still there. And to be honest, trying to get that from around my neck um, was what almost did it, actually. And I got scared. And it was harder getting out of it than it was getting in it and sitting in it. I've struggled with suicidal thoughts even before then, obviously. Um, they were really intense. Later on, years later, I decided to tell my friend that I was suicidal. She told one of our mentors. My mentor encouraged me to tell my mother. I thought, no, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to tell her. Um, They're going to get mad. They're going to be upset. I know my parents. So um, she said, no. You need to tell them I'll help you if you want me to be there then I will whatever is going to help you I will do it but this conversation has to happen so I did it I went to my mom I had a conversation and I said please don't tell dad he overreacts about everything and I I can't deal with that she promised. Sometime later, um, there was a conversation going on. I was getting in trouble for my mouth, of course. And I remember, like it was yesterday, the house we lived in, where my dad was sitting, where I was walking. And the words that came out of his mouth were, Oh, because it's so bad here that you want to take your own life. That stung. I was confused. So many thoughts running through my mind. I was enraged because my mom promised she wouldn't say anything. And this is exactly what I was trying to avoid. So, um, my depression continued and got worse. Because they had just shown me that everything that I was afraid of, everything that I thought, I was right. 
I got upset. Um, our relationship continued to go downhill from there. And I vowed then I would never tell them again. This is why I talk so much about the relationship with you, you have with your child, how you respond when they come to you, and how important those things are. Not only did it shut me out from telling them anything, it made me feel so much more alone than I did before. Don't want to tell my friends. They're going to tell our parents, our mentors. Those people are going to force me to tell my parents. And then I have to live through this all over again. My suicidal thoughts have not ended. They have not gone away. Um, at some point, I was cutting, trying to do it in secret spaces when no one would see. And eventually that stopped. But suicidal thoughts are still present every now and then. It's not daily, but they really don't ever go away. In my head, suicide is always an option. And that's hard to hear, but it's just the way that my brain works. However, now I know how to control it and what I can do when those thoughts come. I know that it's not the answer. I do not want to kill myself. But sometimes when life gets hard, that feels like the answer. I just learn to deal with it and pass it. Let it pass. <sighs> um, when I got a little bit older, I was very close to a second attempt. I was living with my cousins at the time. There was a big blow up and my cousin, one of them, was telling her friend about some mistakes that I was very ashamed of, loudly to where I could hear, and I was already in a depressed state, and I decided, you know what, it's time to go. I got in my car, I drove about 30, 45 minutes, and was extremely tempted to drive in the traffic. The only thing that got me through that night was crying out to Jesus. And I said, Lord, you're gonna have to do something to keep me from doing this. I felt a little relief after crying for I don't know how long in an abandoned parking lot. And I made my way back home. That was my last serious attempt. I still remember that night, how dark it was, the street I was on and I really didn't tell anyone. The next day, I went to church, forced myself to go. No one even knew. And I point that out because you never know who's struggling. I am very passionate about Jesus plus therapy equals healing. I think therapy is great. That's obviously why I'm in the profession. I do believe that it works. I also acknowledge that that night, if it wasn't for God, it wasn't for Jesus, I wouldn't be here today. It's important for me to share this story because number one, I am owning my truth. I apologize if it hurts anyone's feelings, but I, I can't keep holding on what really happened. I'm sorry if this offends you, makes you upset, but I have a story to share 
that's going to help somebody else. I often leave those parts out about my parents because whenever I speak about my experiences with them, I am ashamed for it. And I, I can't hold that any longer. I can't help but think that if I don't get this out and share with parents the true impact of their words and their actions, there's gonna be a child that loses their life. And if I can get one family to the point of being able to have these hard conversations, learning how to love and support each other in the right way without shame, without guilt, without making these things about them, I've done what I was supposed to do. Don't worry about me, I'm fine. I am finally in a place where I am okay. As I said, the depression does not go away. Suicidal thoughts, they might pause, but they do not go away. Just learn how to deal with them. I hope that this encourages somebody. This is why I want to help. This is what my parent coaching is all about. It's helping you to be a better support for your child so that they have a better chance. I'm not trying to blame my parents. I'm not trying to shame them. But I do have to share why I'm so passionate about this work, what qualifies me to do the work, and that all has to happen in order to help somebody else. I am learning, I am growing, and I just, I try to always be transparent about my struggles, but I know that I have to go deeper. So that's what I'm doing. So on this podcast, I will get personal. I will share with you what I can. And I do that in hopes to make it real for you. I was told when I was younger that suicide was a white person's thing. That we don't do that. So you can only imagine the struggle when I'm dealing with these thoughts, don't know what to do with them because we're not supposed to have these issues. And we cannot afford to have more children, more black and brown children feeling that way. It isolates you, makes you feel alone, makes you feel like you can't talk to anyone or share at all what you're experiencing. And isolation is a major issue when it comes to suicide, suicidal ideations. I've never gone impatient. Um, 
part of that is because I didn't tell anyone. Um, and part of that is because as a therapist, there was a lot of, I don't want to go and see a client and have to explain what I'm doing here. Even though I'm pretty transparent with my clients and telling them my struggles because I believe that it helps me relate to them on a different level than someone who has read about suicide in a book or depression or anxiety. I'm glad to say that I'm here still and that I have found the purpose in my story, the purpose for my work, and my voice. Um, I really wanted to do this work, social work, therapy, mental health advocacy, children's mental health advocacy, because I saw that kids don't really have, they're not allowed to use their voices. They have them, but a lot of times they're shut down and we don't even realize what that is doing to them. So we have to be careful. We have to be cognizant, mindful about our words, the way we respond, and be open. I'm going to share in the next episode how to deal when your child tells you they're suicidal, whether they tell you directly, someone else tells you, they've told someone at school. We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of how to respond and the importance of having those tough conversations. I want to give you a chance to email me questions that you would have me to answer now knowing my experience and that I am a licensed social worker, that I am a therapist, that I am a parent coach, and that I've been there myself. So email me at podcast at notesbykaya.com and let me know children, young people, depression, and suicide. It's a tough conversation to have, but extremely important. And I just wish there would have been more people around me that understood and could relate. So now my job is to take my experience and help you to learn from that so you don't make the same mistakes with your children. (sighs) Thank you for listening to my story. I will share that I am much happier and healthier at this point in time. Um, I want to make it clear once again, these thoughts do not disappear. They get easier. You learn how to deal with them. But more than likely, they're going to linger for the rest of my life. And that's not me being negative. That's not me trying to speak those things into my life. But when you're able to accept that, it makes it so much easier to deal with. Because when it comes, it's not a surprise. You don't feel like a failure because now I'm having these thoughts again that's not the truth so to those of you who are listening today and you've experienced suicidal thoughts I'm glad that you're still here you can make it another day you got this 
If you need support, feel free to reach out to me. I also have individual decompression sessions that we can do um, to help you with tools to manage your thoughts and depression and anxiety. So if you need to talk, if you're ready to learn the tools, shoot me an email and let's let's do it. Your life is important. You're here for a reason. It's not time yet. You're looking for a sign to keep going. Here it is. Thank you for listening to my story. I appreciate it. We're not going to do a parenting and media segment today. Please share to help someone else. And I hope that this didn't turn you off from listening, but it's, I felt like it was important to share. And now, celebrating my 30th birthday. I've made it a long way from 12, and I've done so much in my life. I've not allowed these experiences to stop me, and I have so much more to go. So I hope you will stay along for the ride and now have a better understanding of where I'm coming from, why my heart is in this work so much, and why I'm so passionate about it, and support this journey of mine. So thank you so much. You have no idea what this means to be this vulnerable and share this with you, but if it's going to save a life, that's all that matters. So thank you so much again. Remember, you can follow me at Notes by Kaya on social media. Email me at podcast at notesbykaya.com. If you have a question you would like me to answer, a topic you would like me to discuss, or are interested in being a guest. And of course, visit my website, notesbykaya.com, and you can book a free discovery call if you have questions or something that you would like me to help you with, help you and your family. We are fostering healthy minds through the connection between parent and child. And we are growing those connections and those relationships to decrease the possibility of children dealing with mental health issues in their childhood and adulthood. And that's all we're here for. Thank you one more time for listening to my story. Love you guys. Talk to you next week.